Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Under the Stained Glass, a podcast where we take a look at the lesson that we had in church today and approach it again from a family angle. I'm here with my pal, Ms. Whitney. Hi, Happy New Year. Yeah. And uh, today we were looking at the passage in Matthew chapter 2, the story where the wise men from the East come looking for the king that has been born. They know a king has been born because they saw his star. And I was impressed today reading this story that when they come to Jerusalem looking for this king, the people who really ought to be the most interested don't really have a clue what's going on. They haven't seen the star. They don't know that Jesus has actually been born five miles away. And it made me think of how these wise men were so learned and also so willing to seek and how maybe we can take a lesson from that in the church, especially when we look at the bigger issues that are occurring around us and begin to think about how do we approach those issues, especially looking at them from scriptural angle uh, with Christian tradition and uh, our own experience with Christ. And of course, we here uh, think a lot about the family angle. So I was wondering, and Ms. Whitney was wondering, how it is that we can develop a culture in our homes where we're looking at issues around us Mm -hmm. from those important angles, scripture, tradition, and uh, experience. I think it's really interesting, this topic of addressing issues in the world that our kids really feel God is leading them to. It's something that I've seen play out a lot and be addressed in youth groups in our churches, but not so much at the home level. I don't hear it talked about as much. But this does not need to be the case at all, because home is the place where issues can really be explored. And on a personal level too, and elaborated in a way that you just simply can't when you're in a bigger group or when you're with a more generalized kind of church or learning setting. But you can really pertain it to the one child when you're at home. And that's so important because how we learn is is where we really connect. Mm -hmm. And having that opportunity at home is just so important for children to really find their passions and find what they're really uh, passionate about. Yeah. And as we say around here, the the home is really the cornerstone of the church. Yeah. Uh, So it's really important to begin to approach these things. And of course, looking at the bigger issues, whether it's poverty, homelessness, um, all of those big things that we see around us, if we're approaching them with our children, it challenges us as parents to kind of get our minds wrapped around what we really think, and especially in light of Scripture and Christian tradition and our experience. So if we were trying to develop a culture of learnedness and seeking with our children, what are some steps that we might take to do that? Well, the first thing parents must do is to listen. Listen to your children in their prayer time and when they talk about school and friends and really be adamant about being in tune and sensitive to what your children share so that they feel free to share such things. It's also important for parents to share their own feelings about issues of the world. I know a good example of this might be if you're driving past a homeless person that's standing on a corner or something, and you might say something like, oh, that really concerns me, and tell your children why that concerns you. And then perhaps you ask your children to think on the subject and how they might feel about that, and then ask them how they feel the problem should be solved. And it really helps to engage children in that conversation and make sure that those issues are known and that they understand that they're real and that they're important and that we should be caring about them. Well, I love that for a couple of reasons, because one, it's not shying away from those hard questions Mm -hmm. and those hard issues. 
And on the other, it's not just defaulting to some blanket explanation or easy answer, but eliciting from our children what their thoughts are and what they imagine might be some of the solutions. And that just really helps even in our devotion time to make those discussions part of that devotion time. Mm -hmm. And then turn to scripture and say, hey, you know, we were talking the other day about the man who seems so poor and destitute. Well, here's what I found in scripture. Here's what I found that the Bible uh, says about that. And then look together at scripture. Yeah, it's really important to be diligent in discovering what scripture says about a specific issue that concerns us and our children. For example, in the case of homelessness, since we're talking about that, Mm -hmm. the Bible says a few things, but here a few says that there are people who will devour the poor from the earth and the needy from among humanity, that the Lord secures justice for the poor and upholds the cause of the needy, and that there will never cease to be poor in the land. And all these things might make you feel as though the issue's too big for you or your efforts don't matter. But if we know the Bible and we really know what it teaches on this subject, we also know that it says that the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food Mm -hmm. with the poor. So it really is so crucial for us to discover this for ourselves and to do something even though the problem might seem big and it might seem overwhelming to us or it might even exist beyond our lives and beyond when we are here and what we can do. So it's just so important to understand what scripture says and understand really what that means to us. Yeah, and I think it's cool that we understand and help our children understand that we can't be the solution to every problem, Mm -hmm. but we can be a little part of a solution maybe for one person's problem or just whatever it is that we we can do. That's what sure. God is going to honor. There's that story of Lazarus, you remember, the man who is so destitute and he sits at the gate of a rich person every single day, day after yeah. day, and the rich person just passes him by every day. Mm-hmm. The story like that can remind us that while we can't solve every problem, we can do a little. We can help a little and that we should never, for sure, develop a cold heart towards the problems of the world. We should always remain sensitive. And again, sensitive enough and caring enough to want to do some learning about those things and seek some answers, especially in light of Scripture. And then the culmination of that search and discovery of those issues that we and our children really feel the Holy Spirit is leading us to might be to find our own part in the solution. I remember growing up, my parents were very passionate, and we all were about families that didn't have very much. We didn't have very much growing up, but we we had enough. And there was a lot of families in our area because we lived in a highly agricultural area where they just didn't have enough. So at Christmas time, my parents would take us out with the Kiwanis Club and we would take a group of children, like a family of children, and we'd take them Christmas shopping and we'd get to buy them, you know, their own gift and then some clothes and they'd wrap them right at the mall where we were so they had something for Christmas and it really helped us to see the issues but also address the issues in a way Mm. that we could and it helped us to understand that we did have a part to play and it was really, really important for us as a learning opportunity that we really can make a difference and be the hands and feet. Yeah, even though your hands in those days were really small, yeah. <laughs> you could do a little bit, right? Sure. We used to, at my old church, we would rent a bus twice a year and go down into Skid Row and bring people up to a beautiful park, and we would cook a big meal and have a huge sort of picnic. Mm-hmm. And I think most the most valuable thing about that for my children was that we would play games with the people who were there, we would fellowship with them, we would serve them, and... That was something every single one of those children 
could do. Mm-hmm. And again, it was just another example of, yeah, we, we may not be able to solve the intractable problems that's in each of these person's lives, but we can do a little something. Yeah. And it's just important to show that example for our kids. Exactly. And it's really important that we teach our children to be led by the Holy Spirit, to be those hands and feet of mm. God. And in doing so, it's equally important to help kids find what they are passionate about in order to do those yeah. things. If God is leading them to it, it is extremely likely that they will feel a passion or an urging for those issues that move them. And as parents, we need to help them understand the ways in which God works in our hearts in order for us to do His will. So it's really important to have that dialogue and to help them understand how God really moves. Yeah, and that's just such a cool discovery for us too, because I do believe that God lays those burdens on our hearts, those things that really break our hearts that we're looking out to see. That's God telling us, hey man, this is the thing I want you to look at. Exactly. Yeah, and when we uh, kind of ask the right questions to help our kids start to define what it is that God is speaking into their hearts, their Mm -hmm. concerns, that's when we really begin to lead them into that transformative relationship that Jesus really wants us to experience um, because we're in relationship with him. So yeah, it's just important to ask those right questions and to help support our children's search for those things that are breaking their hearts. Absolutely. Well, our verse for today is from James. It's in chapter 1, verses 22 through 24. It says, But do not just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and you don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. And that's what it's all about, really. It's about us hearing and following that word, that star, like in our story today. It's not just hearing it, but actively seeking and watching it play out in the world and and being an active participant in it. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is, whatever that issue is, whether Mm -hmm. it's, you know, poverty, racism, sexual ethics, whatever the things are that are concerning us, we know that they're probably concerning our children too, Mm -hmm. and we need to help them follow the light of Christ and find those solutions in Scripture. So we want to thank you guys for bringing in a brand new year with us, and we will see you next week on Under the Stained Glass. Bye.